1: And everyone, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, unexplained, unbelievable, the mystical, the magical, the macabre, New England zone, Van Helsink. With me,
0: it's not Anne. Oh, no,
1: no. The blonde bombshell is off doing blonde bombshell stuff, whatever that is. I am joined by the brown bombshell, <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Mann.
2: <laughs> wow. That
1: sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, how the blonde bombshell sounds good, but the brown bombshell doesn't sound as good.
2: Sounds like you're taking a trip to the bathroom. <laughs> goodness, there's a visual.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of visual stuff, unfortunately, that I'm looking at right now that I shouldn't be looking at. But uh, <laughs> wow. Stay focused. Okay.
2: Stay focused. <laughs> uh,
1: I uh, oh my god, never mind. Uh, <laughs> I I just came across this thing. Uh, Fifteen facts you probably don't know and don't want to.
2: So we don't want to. Is that what you're hinting to?
1: Uh, no, that's what it says. So, do you want to hear some of these crazy ass things?
2: Sure. Lay them on me.
1: Because it says. You know, it it's just what we were talking about, the brown bombshell and everything else. It says, uh, uh, this is 13 on our list. It says poop germs. Germs and feces can pass through up to 10 layers of toilet paper. So don't forget to wash your hands. Wow. So three
2: flies not going to cut it, let alone two flies. I fly.
1: did not know that, did you?
2: I did not.
1: Oh, I did not either. Armadillo babies. I'm sure you know about them. Some armadillo babies give birth to genetically identical quadruplets. In other words, all with the exact same DNA. This is uh, only known case of uh, more than two embryos developing uh, in a single egg, the non-human mammal. Up to how many? Wow. Identical how, how could twins. you do
2: that if you were I mean I have a hard time at school. I work in an elementary school when I yep. get a new set of twins and to tell them apart. Could you imagine having four identical babies? That would no. be impossible.
1: No, do I want to. I need a lot of duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> Microbes. Three pounds of the weight of every human non every human is non human microbial life, like parasites and bacteria. Despite sounding incredibly disgusting, many of these are essential to the function of the human body. So of everybody, at least three pounds of us are parasites and bacteria. Well, that kind of makes
2: me feel better. (laughs) Does it? (laughs) Because I can blame it on something else.
1: So maybe we don't have to wash our hands. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Yeah, I get I get kind of uh, creeped out when I think about dust mites on my pillow. So now I'm going to be even more creeped out because now I've got things crawling on my body.
1: Never, never think about stuff. It's it's a bad thing. <laughs> earwigs, earwigs, uh, those odd looking creatures with little pincers on their butts hmm, uh, have wings that can fly like they some species. Not. Listen to it like some species of birds that are all but flightless, they are not particularly good at it, thank God. But it can come in handy for a quick escape if needed.
2: I have never in my life seen a pair of wings on an earwig.
1: Well, I'm just telling you, you probably didn't know. there might be microscopic well, but, for all you know.
2: Well, you know, when you're a kid and you like poke at bugs, I used to poke at earwigs all the time, and they never tried to fly away.
1: Well, they liked you. Who doesn't like you?
2: right
1: yeah
2: the brown bombshell
1: yeah. <laughs> cuttlefish eyes not all creatures have round eyes for example goats have rectangular and the cuttlefish have perhaps the most bizarre of all w-shaped pupils Double. cuttlefish can also uh cuttlefish are also unable to see color they can only see polarization of light which helps them uh, see better uh, due to the contrast. So they have W pupils. WI pupils. So, so when
2: Sounds you look like at a, one, you remember that you belong to Weight Watchers. And you yeah,
1: can't yes, eat it. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's one everybody should know. The female koala bear, uh, which is actually a marsupial and not a bear, has two vaginas. Lucky fortunately, her. Fortunately for, for them. The male koala has a forked penis.
2: (laughs) There's a face for everything.
1: (laughs) Uh, You know, isn't it? Don't we all have our match? I mean, God, these are terrible. I don't know where these come from. Uh, the pyramids, while the pyramids appear to be dusty and rough enough, uh, that is not exactly how they look. I actually just watched a documentary, you know. They were uh, first when they were first built, they were coated with a highly polished white limestone, uh, and caused them to glitter in the sun far away. The the pyramid at Karaf, yeah, forget it. Carafe has some of the coating still visible at the top point, and that's true. You know that whole valley there was was uh, very. It was uh, teeming with life. It was green. It was the whole thing. Now it's a desert. Oh, no. Yeah. Maybe
2: those sheep from Maine got there. You know about the desert of Maine. It ate all of the it,
1: Yes, you know Maine about the desert of Maine. I yeah, do. for those yeah. who don't know, for those who don't know what we're talking about, Leslie, why don't you talk about the desert of Maine? And tell us what it is.
2: Well, there was this farmer who had a lot of sheep, and he um, had so many sheep that they just ate all of the greenery. And it couldn't grow back. And now there is a desert. And I can't remember exactly where it is, but it's Mm -hmm. it's no plant life there at all because of the man and the sheep. So there is a thing that's over farming. (laughs) Those damn vegans again. Yeah, right? (laughs) Damn vegans again.
1: (laughs) Anyway. A uh, blind spot. Human eyes have a blind spot. The reason we don't notice it is that our brain is smart enough to fill in the spot <laughs> with information yeah. from the other eyes surrounded it.
2: Did you ever do that when you were in science class as a kid? You would um, hold two fingers in front of you and then you yep. would keep one in front of you and then you move the other one until it disappears?
1: Mm-hmm. And it's your
2: periphery.
1: Well, you know, what's really interesting is that uh, I just did a a, a put together a presentation on uh, Paravision, which really talks about uh, the human eye and and, uh, vision and so forth. And uh, we actually don't see anything. The brain doesn't see images. It it seems just gets data. Basically, the uh, the light is all they see. They see light. Light comes in and uh, it goes to the back of the eye, uh, and we have little cones and rods there. that take it and uh, the cones uh, deal with uh, the colors and so forth, and the the rods just kind of do with black and white and they they take it. Then they put this information. They send it to the, the brain and it's, it goes to two spots in the brains where it's sorted and cleared, and they basically digitize what they think they're seeing And if you look, at a, an object, and and one of the key thing is uh, movement. We see through movement because we see we see patterns and everything in, in light because our eyes are constantly moving. If you were to steer, and this can only be done in the laboratory uh, at, at an object for a certain period of time, that object will eventually totally disappear.
0: Oh,
2: that's interesting because when we do scrying and we're looking in the mirror, sometimes your your head disappears. Yeah. So yeah, so it's it's a manifestation of just your brain and your eyes doing their job.
1: Yeah, that's that's cool stuff. Okay, uh how are we doing? We got seven, okay, one seven avocados. Avocados is a ghost from evolution. It is only thanks to ma'am that they uh remain today. Uh because of um cultivation. From our early history. Originally, the avocado was eaten by huge creatures such as woolly mammoths. Uh, if it had not been for humans, like, like in the taste, the avocados would have been extinct by now because we cultivated uh-huh. them. That's the only reason they survived. Well, wow. Can't compete with a woolly mammoth. That
2: did that. Must have been. <laughs> Zenjianthropist man did it for us. Thanks, man.
1: <laughs> traffic lights. Have you ever noticed people at a traffic light? pushing the button repeatedly in hopes it will change faster? Yeah. And we all have, I think, right? We've all done it, I yeah. think. <laughs> I have. In fact, most traffic light buttons are simply a placebo button. They have nothing at hell. Out. They do nothing at all. <laughs> the traffic lights are generally run on timers, so whether you push the button or don't push the button, it will change anyways. This is uh, true... And many elevators uh, close the door buttons, too. (laughs) I never knew that.
2: Well, it gives us something to do.
1: (laughs) It's fake. Yeah, it feels like, you know, that's one thing we like to do, though, is we like to have power, right? We like to be in charge, right? We do. Mm -hmm. So by pressing the button, it makes us think we're doing something.
2: That brings up a pet peeve of mine. I hate it when people press the walk signal. Oh, my God, yes. People press the walk signal. And then they walk before the light changes, and then you got to sit through their their walk light. and That ticks me off.
1: <laughs> well, it doesn't 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 change fast enough for them, because you know we're in a hurry.
2: Yeah, well, everyone's in a hurry nowadays.
1: Oh, this is important yeah. in case you uh, run into a pack of rats. Um, <laughs> when tickled, rats appear to laugh. Well, he I'm was not close your...
2: enough to tickle them. <laughs> There's no <laughs> way. <laughs>
1: Well, humans are the only creatures, creatures, creatures that have the true ability to laugh from uh, rationality, uh, as opposed to laughing due to sensation. Rats do an extremely good job of mimicking it. Oh, 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 the little rats—they're wow. <laughs> mimicking it. See?
2: Look at that. So, mm. a little side, a little side note here. Um, I buy this really expensive bird seed and I was putting it in my bird feeders, but then the squirrels kept eating it out of the bird feeders and it was getting me angry. So, wow, I'm an angry person tonight. So um I decided, well, I'm just gonna let the birds and squirrels eat. So I threw it on the ground. So my granddaughter and I were watching the birds eat and I'd say, Oh, look, a blue jay, and she'd say, Blue Jay. And then there was a squirrel, and then there was this big fat rat that came out of nowhere in my yards. Good eating there. So I'm going to catch them and tickle them to see if your theory is correct. You do that.
1: I'm surprised Mike didn't pull out his gun and pop it one.
2: (laughs) I'm surprised he didn't as well.
1: (laughs) You dirty rat. Kapow. Anyway, Mercury. Yeah, this is number four. If you uh, were to stand at a right point, on Mercury, oh, Mercury the planet. If we were to stand on the right point on Mercury's surface, you would be able to see sunrise about halfway, then reverse and set, and sunset uh, rise again. What? All what? within one day. So you could see, okay, wait a minute. All right, this is confusing. All right, so if you sat in the right point on Mercury's surface, you would be able yeah. to see the sun rise about halfway, then reverse, and set before rising again, all within the same Mercurian day.
2: How the heck?
1: So you would set, if you were in the right spot, you could look, you could see the sunway come up about halfway, then go down again, and then rise again.
2: But then does it go halfway and go back down again? Or does it go it all the way It doesn't say.
1: It doesn't say.
2: And who was on Mercury to see this? I want to know. Uh,
1: Probably the rat.
0: The
2: rat. (laughs) Sent him into space.
1: Having said that, uh, one day on Mercury is 170 days on Earth, 176 days on Earth. So it would be waiting for a long time to see it. Oh.
2: Oh, So a day is really
1: long. 176 days on Earth. But still, it only goes up once in twice. Okay.
2: So, yeah, that would be very slow.
1: Yeah. You think about it i'm not um that's hitler's lovers all all four women who had romantic relationships with adolf hitler attempted to commit suicide at least once of those fours four huh? two succeeded one being eva bombed who committed suicide at her side i wonder why
2: mm, dear cuz he had a forked penis like the koala i think <laughs>
1: Uh, sand sharks. When a sand shark is pregnant, she develops two embryos. One of the two, the strongest, will eat the other. Uh, and any egg that remains in the mother at the time. Technically the name for this is interurian cannibalism. Inter, interuterine cannibalism. Interuterine cannibalism. Sure. Sure. You're welcome. Yeah. Anyways, that's just plain bizarre. And finally, the last one. A uh, rainbow. When you look at a rainbow, the center of the center is the shadow. What? From your head. No, it is not. Wait a minute. Our primary rainbow always arcs on a 42 degree around your head's shadow. This is called the anti solar point. What? The arc is at the your head shall. I gotta see this. I don't believe that. Do you believe that?
2: I don't believe that.
1: Uh, I don't understand what, it's, what
2: it says. So. So basically, you look at when you're small. looking at a,
1: a rainbow, the the high point or whatever it is, is, uh, yeah.
2: Is it the level Is the level center?
1: Level? Is the center of? Is the center? Is the shadow? From your head.
2: I don't believe. What? That. Because I've seen. I've seen. Tall, 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 tall rainbows, and I've seen rainbows that don't have arcs, and I've been at the end of one, you know, and um, I've seen very shallow ones, and I've photographed them, and there's no way that my, my head shadow is the midpoint.
1: A primary no rainbow is always wait a minute. A primary rainbow is always on an arc of forty two degrees around your head shadow. This is called the anti solar point, so this is a primary rainbow. maybe there's different gender of rainbows. I don't
2: know the one you make with a hose, I don't know. I have no clue. Mm.
1: anyway, interesting stuff. I have no idea I was not planning on bringing that up today, but uh I did but there it anyway. was there it was there the- it was. Yeah. So anyways, uh, I I was at the beach for a couple of days and I went thrift shopping as usually Jen and I uh, hit all the thrift stores and the the cool places, the uh, consignment shops and all that stuff. And I was able to pick up some cool items for uh, psychometry. So that's that's great. I was excited.
2: I love going into thrift stores and I feel like I have to touch everything when I'm at a thrift store. Uh, yeah. My friend Sean Paradise and I would do that regularly. We would go into uh, thrift stores and uh, antique stores and mm-hmm. just peruse all of the items and uh, see what energies we could pick up off of them. We did mm-hmm. it for fun, yeah.
1: And I also have another acquisition uh, thanks to the blonde Bomb bombshell. Uh, she gave me a actual hat from a uh, undertaker. So, a top hat, so I have uh undertaker's top hat, and i'm gonna show that on uh, uh as a patreon thing and, and give you the whole uh uh certification not the certification, whatever you call it the the story oh, behind it now yeah the there's another word for it I can't think of it it's not it's not like certified or anti it's more like the story it's the uh ambience, not the ambience the god I can't think. So when, whenever yeah. it can, anyways. So you'll you'll hear hear the story behind it and who this guy was and and the, where the funeral was and and all that stuff and and that's going to be an exclusive for uh, good friends on uh, Ghost Chronicles Radio and Patreon. So if you're a member, you get to a uh, member of the Dead Air Society, which is we call our members of Ghost Chronicles Radio and Patreon. Uh, you get to see that video and the and the hat and the story behind it and all that. Stuff. So uh, if you haven't become a member, you can become a member and you'll get access to all these um, videos, uh, which I think there's like 26 of them now, 27 of them, uh, from everybody in the Ghost Chronicle radio crew from uh, Lou, myself, Steve Parsons, uh, Maureen, Leslie, um, Jim, uh, God, from the Ghost Project. And and Leslie's been given her her impressions on uh, when we do investigations, those are on there as well. So check us out on Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. And uh, anyway, so that's great. I
2: have so a question about your hat. I don't know if they'll give it away, but is it a contemporary hat or is it a hat? No, no, no. No,
1: it's, it goes all the way back for about 100 years. Oh, more than oh, 100 fantastic. years. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. And it fits like a glove. In fact, I'm looking at it now. Nope, you know what? I'm going to put it on now. So there you go. <laughs> yep, I have it on now, so there it is. You might be oh,
2: overtaken you... by The Undertaker.
1: Yeah, overtaken <laughs> by The Undertaker. And I have my other cool objects for thing. But anyway, so um, as I mentioned, I was working on a presentation for uh, a thing called uh, Paravision, which I stole from Steve, but basically I needed a title, and that was a good title. And it basically looked at sight <laughs> and uh, also... Um, how it works, and it goes all the way into all aspects of it, everything from uh, regular sight to second sight, uh, which is what you have. Uh, what's your name, well, Leslie? Leslie. Yeah. Leslie. <laughs> so, yeah. and it looks at all different parts of it. And you know, our, our brain is so complex in, in what we see and what we understand. For instance, um, you heard about the cigarette, right? That that thing that they were talking about, manifestation, right?
2: I don't know what you're talking about, no.
1: No, you don't? How you do you manifest, no. how do you manifest how, stuff?
2: How? Yes. Okay.
1: Just the explain The cigarette. It. Right. The cigarette. You know, it was a big, they had a movie and everything else.
2: No, I never saw The Secret.
1: All right. So, forget it then.
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
1: But anyways, it's all all about manifestation. One of the things that I, I wasn't aware of is that um, yeah, our brain is very complex, as I mentioned. And there is two spots in our, our brain, the, the one on the top and one just below it. One of it is when we go to do something, uh, the one on the top will give us the, the tools to do it, gives the signals out to, to what we're doing, right? And the one below that is actually the planning one. So if we're gonna go pick up a pencil, it figures out how we're gonna pick up a pencil, tells the other one, and then we pick up the pencil. Now, you can actually train yourself uh, for all various different things by stimulating that planning. And this is done, Uh, in fact, I have a tape uh, that I used to use for hockey. Uh, professional athletes, uh, tennis players, golfers, and, and other ones use this as well. What they do is they visualize, which is called visualization, which was really getting at, um, visualization. And they would visualize their swing or, or whatever. And, and what it does is your planning thing is, is, Planning that all the time because you you think about it. There's a whole meditation tape you can actually work on and everything else, and you know it's like if you're a football player to make the throw properly and everything else, and you visualize that. So when you go to use it in your other section of the brain, that planning is already done, so you can do it efficiently and uh, better. Did you were you aware of that?
2: No, I wasn't aware of that.
1: yes it's pretty cool. <laughs> it reminds I, I, me I, of the
2: Water Boy. Visualize and attack. Visualize and attack.
1: It is visualization. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we have so much. I mean, we are visual people, aren't we?
2: Absolutely. And, you know, when you're dreaming, you're visualizing. And when you're using your imagination, you're visualizing. And um, very active imaginations um, are beneficial to having, um, like, what I do when I When I um, talk to spirit, and Mm -hmm. I use that visualization to bring forth like um, the 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 details of the person and what they look like and and what they're showing me, so they go Mm -hmm. hand in hand.
1: Do you know that when you see, and I I don't have the the amounts in front of me now, unfortunately, but it's uh uh, hang hang on a second, I I I may. Uh, no, I don't, but it's, it's some ridiculous amount, like 70% of our energy goes to sight. Wow. So when you hear that saying, uh, you know, resting your eyes, you're actually resting your body as well. You're giving it, uh you know you're you're not using energy but it's i don't you know don't quote me on a 70 i'm, I'm it might be less I'm, I'm probably less probably it's a good portion but anyways says to, to make a point of it um but yeah so that's if you can uh meditate and everything else you close your eyes and and that's what you do is you you're resting all that energy you're not uh using that energy so you it's more uh adaptable but uh, yeah it's a huge amount you know, i was go ahead.
2: I never thought about it. Like when we're doing the red light seance and I'm doing things with spirit, I always close my eyes. Don't I too? And, I, and you do too. And, yeah. you know, it and it's because I'm using my energy in another area and I'm tapping exactly. into energy and I never even thought about the, the reason that I would close my eyes would be for like an energy reason.
1: Yeah. So basically you're channeling your energy into a different uh, outlet.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So look at that. You learn something new about yourself every day.
1: Okay. So, I mean, you, you brought about dreams, right?
2: Yeah.
1: So we're going to learn a little bit about dreams, too, while we're here tonight. So your brain is active when you dream. Were you aware of that?
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Otherwise, yeah. you would dream. <laughs>
2: yeah. Some sort of stimulation up there.
1: Studies uh, provided evidence suggesting a tremendous... Uh, variation in brain activity during sleep. It has been demonstrated using EEG technology that EEG scien- uh, technology scientists have identified five distinct stages of sleep characterized by different brain activity. We know that, right? So, uh, stages one, two, three, four, and the final is labeled rapid eye movement or. REM, REM sleep. Yeah, exactly. When awakening from REM, when awakening during REM sleep, subjects report dreaming. Uh, with the development of a new brain. Event, book or something else you want people to know about? Oh, geez. Why not
0: advertise it on Ghost Chronicles <laughs> Radio? Oops.
1: With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678.
0: Hello, hello, can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the meeting of the Ghost Box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology... I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, Moustache... I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there.
2: with your host, Ron Kolek, and his fill-in co-host, me,
1: Leslie Martin. Brown Blom Show.
2: <laughs> that has to go. <laughs> that just has to go. It just no doesn't way. cut it. <laughs> it doesn't. It
1: doesn't. And we are live right here on TojiNet and ParX, the new TojiNet and Pararex Radio, anyway. <laughs> so uh, just before the bake- break, we were talking about uh, dreaming. And uh, what happens when your brain, uh, while you're sleeping? And there are one, two, three, four stages. And then finally, the fifth stage of uh, brain activity, which is REM, uh, rapid eye movement. Uh, when you awaken during REM sleep, subjects uh, report dreaming. This, uh, with the development of uh, new brain imaging technology, uh, they've learned that, uh, even more about your activity during REM sleep. Researchers have found that certain areas of our brain are extremely active during REM sleep state, even more active than when we're awake. Studies have shown that certain visual areas, visual areas, right, uh, of the human cortex, uh, which decodes the complex visual scenery, uh, select, select significantly more active during REM sleep. Uh, intense activity has also been observed in the limbic system, which uh, sets uh, the structures for heavily involvement in human emotions. So that's why you, you get scared when uh, you have uh, dreams and also uh, why you dream, because you, your optical uh, area has been stimulated.
2: So I have a question. I have Not an answer. You're going to have an answer. But, I will. Um, I- so... You're saying that that visual parts of your human body take up yep. the most energy. So if you're in REM sleep, you're in a really deep state of sleep, correct? Isn't that the most restful part of sleep? And if no. it is how come no. you're not using your energy?
1: No, it's not the most okay. restful part. I don't know where you got that idea from. I don't know either. REM is REM is REM is REM is actually. More towards the awakening part of your your thing and and when you have dreams, sometimes don't you wake up tired from your dreams?
2: well, I never thought of it that way. I just wake up tired I thought
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, do you remember your dreams?
2: I remember most of them, yeah but usually gone uh, towards like when i'm waking up like if i i've had a a dream in the middle of the night and i wake up because you know something's woke me up and i want to get back to that dream <laughs> when i get up in the morning i don't even remember what that dream was oh,
1: so you don't. Um, okay. it's,
2: yeah. it's it's usually the dreams that i have just before i'm waking up that i right. remember
1: right i think that's what most people involve with it and and some of them are very visual and you wonder where where they come from right
2: yeah i do yeah
1: But uh... I
2: have this thing that happens to me before I go to sleep, Um, as I'm laying down and I'm waiting for sleep to come, I will see I'll be in rooms and I don't know where these rooms are or I'll be in cities and I don't know where these cities are. Mm -hmm. And I'm going down the street and I'm looking at all the doors and, you know, the staircases and it's like I'm there and I'm walking around and I, I wonder if that's me projecting somewhere or if it's my brain doing it for me
1: i know isn't that the interesting thing is, is we you know we don't understand a lot where uh dreams happen i guess you a uh you know uh, what are they really
2: i've been in like 1940s and i it's, it's almost the same as that when i'm being um, spoken to by spirit and they show me things
0: mm-hmm. and i
2: wonder if you know I just wonder: Am I dreaming this, or is this really information that's coming to me?
1: It could be information that's coming to you if it happens while you're awake. Why you couldn't it happen yeah. to you while you're sleeping as well? Yeah. you know, there's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, uh, and and. and there's there's so much Im- emotional involved in dreams. I don't know how many times Jan's woken up and saying, uh, you know, I, I I had this terrible dream. And she, she always she describes it terrible. I was trying to get somewhere and I couldn't get somewhere. And, you know, and she has describes this thing or or I'll have this dream and I'll have this this, uh, you know, one thing or another that. Uh, and then some of them just are like, wow, that's. Really, nothing. Really, I've had good dreams too. I don't know if you would call them, uh, you know, g- good dreams where where something pleasant has happened. Have you had pleasant dreams?
2: Absolutely. You don't want to wake up. But I've also yeah. had dreams where my husband really made me angry, and I wake up and I'm still mad at him.
1: <laughs> like, <what laughs> See, that's is wrong that's with you? that's because the emotional uh, part of your brain has been stimulated during the REM. So.
2: Well, I was stimulated, Rake. Right. <laughs> So he this is
1: this is interesting. There's a gen gender difference in dreams. I believe so. Not. Many many studies uh, have been conducted to examine the differences in dreams in men and women. It has been shown that women dream both uh, genders equally. Yet 67 percent of the time, the characters and men's dreams are predominantly female. So in other words you dream, uh, not you meaning a woman, uh, dream about men and women more than men who predominantly dream about women, <laughs> women's dreams my, tend to... Go ahead, go ahead.
2: I was gonna say my husband has action dreams because he's always like running and like jumping and his feet are always going and he's like moving his arms and he has very physical dreams.
1: Those could be more the the nightmare than the the dream thing. I think there is a difference, I believe. Uh, Women's dreams tend to last longer and include more emotional contact, whereas men's dreams uh, reportedly include more violence, cars, and roads. On uh, average, 8% of the people's dreams include sexual activity. Ooh, how come I never remember those? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the primary gender difference in sexual dreams in that men tend to dream about unknown or public places and their dreaming often features strangers while the opposite is true of the majority of women women more often dream of uh, enclosed bodies of water such as pools lakes ponds and of course this uh, data is uh, based on general percentages and not true for everyone. It's just true, right? Because there are all, always exceptions.
2: Right. Do,
1: you, right. do you dream about water much?
2: Um, I used to. I used to dream that my house would fill with water and I could swim in it and then all the water would go away and my rugs would be wet.
1: <laughs> I hate, <laughs> I damn, I hate that, that. I hate that, don't you? But it you? was a
2: very freeing dream because I could swim everywhere. And it was great. Mm.
1: Do you ever do the uh, the uh, flying or the the? Uh, I, I dreamed if if I jumped, I could jump, and then I could if I jumped high enough, I could fly.
2: Yes, I've had that dream as well. And you'd yeah. run and you'd jump and you'd fly, and then you really had to fly. And you'd run and jump, and you couldn't get off the ground, and whatever yeah. was coming after you would get you. Or you mm. couldn't prove it to your friends. Yes, I can fly. Watch me, and then. You'd <laughs> <go ahead. laughs> Yeah, I've had
1: that dream too. So here's another one that uh, you know a lot of people think is paranormal because uh, a lot of people experienced this, and this is sleep paralysis. Uh, sleep paralysis is a condition that affects many people in the world. It is directly related to REM sleep and the dreaming state. Sleep paralysis corresponds with dream. Dream. Oh, excuse me, REM. Atonia, A-T-O-N-I-A, which is the state of paralysis that occurs during REM sleep. A person experienced sleep paralysis uh, when their brain is awakes from REM sleep cycle, uh, but the paralysis remains. So this is where we always hit, see that, uh, uh, you know, the people like, oh, I couldn't move. I couldn't scream. Right. A person. Yeah. uh A person is conscious but unable to move. They continue to dream and in many cases can visually experience their dreams in the room. A person experiencing sleep paralysis is not fully conscious but well aware of what's happening. The experience has been described as a distorted vision. Uh, Paralysis state can be accompanied by extreme hallucinations and even the sense of danger. Many uh, historical claims of alien abduction have been explained uh, by extreme cases of sleep paralysis. And we, we hear about the Hag syndrome and everything else. That's uh, very similar to that.
2: Now, I understand but, that you actually experienced this.
1: I did. Only once in my entire life. But, uh, yeah, and I thought it was the coolest thing in the world because – Believe it or not, I recognized it when it was happening, and it was the the whole thing. I I was there was someone in the room with me. I couldn't move, couldn't speak. Uh, you know, there there was a fear. You know, uh, I would say fear, but apprehension uh, of of this whatever was in the room with me and everything. And I actually saw it, it was uh, you know I saw it as a dark shadow, but I saw it as a dark shadow. But I was well aware of it was uh, um. Sweet paralysis. And, and I wanted to, I tried to make it last longer, but I, I, it did. I couldn't. So, um, yeah, Steve so Parson. You of, is, yes, ahead. you're you're awake. You're conscious of it. But you're still dreaming. You're still, that portion of the brain of dreaming has still been activated. So it's still continuing in the subconscious level. And you can hallucinate. And as it mentions, uh, there's a lot that accompanies, including the, uh, what, the sense of fear. Yeah. It's, it's interesting.
2: So it's it very understandable that people will come to us and say, um, there's something in my room. It attacked me. I couldn't get up. It held me down in my bed. I couldn't breathe. It was it was it had um, pressure on my chest, so I couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. And these are yeah. all like symptoms of the sleep paralysis. Right. But if someone has it in their head that this is really happening to them, that's their reality. So it's very hard to um, make people understand that, no, 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 it really wasn't paranormal,
1: it's right. really, you know. And then again, maybe it, maybe it was paranormal, you know, maybe it it, maybe be, that wasn't, maybe it was. Uh, it, they're always gonna believe it because it happened to them and it does have that, remember, you, you remember sleep, you do have that emotional part of your brain is also activated as well, so uh, yeah, it's, yeah. So to them, it's real. And, and it may be in extreme cases, but I would say the majority of these cases are really sleep paralysis and that it's it's just a phenomena. Uh,
2: but there are also cases where more than one person has experienced this in the house. And for that to happen, you know, that would be a, a very rare case for two people to be having a sleep paralysis episode or more than two people to have the same thing happen to them Um you know, in the same time period without knowing that the other person had had it happen to them. So, you know, there are cases we can't say that all cases are.
1: No, that's what I said. Way. I left it open. There yeah. are there are some that are available. But uh, yeah, it explains the majority in many ways. Yeah. So you have nightmares. We discussed that a little bit. Nightmares and uh, night terrors. Uh, there are two different things, actually. Uh, oh, Ernest. Okay. Yeah. Ernest. Yeah. Uh, Hartman published uh, many books and papers on the topic of nightmares he His work has been indicated as the most uh wait a his work has indicated that the most common theme of nightmares is being chased, which is true i think right
2: yeah I've been chased have you been chased
1: yeah, I' chased yeah of course i have uh, adults have commonly been chased by male figures while children are uh, chased by animals and fantasy creatures. Nightmares are less common in adults than children who experience the most often because of the, oh wait a minute, experience most often between the ages of three and four and seven or eight. Uh, so between three and eight, I guess they're saying. About five and 10% of people that have nightmares once a month Or more frequently, Um, Hotman suggests that nightmares are directly correlated to daily activity and are indicator of fear or anxiety that needs to be confronted. Sounds very uh, psychological to me. Uh, Some common triggers can be drug abuse. That's traumatic events like the loss of a loved one. No, we had common you know night uh night terrors are quite different from nightmares they occur during the first hour or two of sleep during the non-rem stage loud screaming and uh, thrashing is common which makes sense because during uh rem sleep your your body is paralyzed uh the sleeper it's hard to wake up and usually remembers no more than the overwhelming feeling of a single scene. A night terrors are much less common than nightmares. Children from ages of two to six are most prone to night terrors, and they affect about 15% of children.
2: For babies?
1: not uh, babies. So, well, two to
2: six. Hello, guys. Uh, so, so um, A reoccurring nightmare of mine, um, you will see right through this, is uh, it's a waitressing dream, and I can't get to the tables, and -and so-and-so wants ketchup, but I can't find the ketchup, and I can't get all to the
0: tables, and I never –
2: and that's my fear of disappointing people. You know, it's just a manifestation of my fear of disappointing people. So do you have a reoccurring nightmare that happens
1: to you? I I believe that if you have a reoccurring nightmare and you tell someone about it, you no longer have it. Oh. Well, that's you, not
2: true because I still have a waitressing dream. So.
1: Well, you just told me about it now. I've never heard of it before. Who else did you tell?
2: I don't have any other friends, but you, Ron. I didn't tell anybody.
1: <laughs> I don't know. So that's what I'm saying. You Go see and Let me know if you, you have it again. I used to have this okay. vivid dream that uh, when I was younger, uh, that my my bedroom, my brother in my bedroom was at the end of a hall and at the other end of the hall was the parlor and there was a couch. You could see the, you know, if I looked down the hall, I could see the end of the couch. And uh, I had a closet by my door out of the, the that re- that was next to the door that went down the hall. And my brother and I, uh, we had bunk beds and he slept in the top and I slept in the bottom. And I would have as this reoccurring dream that there was something in the closet. And I would get out of bed and go to go down the corridor and then the door and the closet would open and there'd be this devil like feature, a creature that would grab me. And I would try to go down the hallway, but he he held on to me. And then I would see like my mother or father go by the end of the hall there and I would screech out to him, but I, nothing came out. And I had those dreams for years until I told someone about it, and they totally disappeared.
2: When did you tell someone when you were eight because that's when they stopped? Not just
1: <laughs> no, I have no idea. I have no idea no that's I had' dream I, I had them I had that dream older too, so yeah
2: that's a scary thing for a kid. holy cow oh, no, your parents your parents the people who are your safety couldn't even help you. You couldn't even get their attention. How scary
1: oh, you like this one Liz. Animals and dreams. We can't be 100% sure, but Leslie and I are, that uh, animals dream in a similar way than humans, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, they do not enter the REM state. Hmm. Uh, I don't know, REMS- I don't know Wait, me. Let minute, Let me finish it, and we'll see what the, what they're talking about. Uh, REM sleep occurs in all mammals, although uh, the ant. Egg laying, oh, who cares? <laughs> 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 who cares about the egg laying limb in Australian, whatever? Anyways, those of you that don't have this REM sleep. Uh, the, the Sentinel uh, hypothesis of REM sleep, uh, which was put forward by uh, Frederick Schneider in 1966, proposes that many animals wake up immediately after entering REM sleep, leading him to. Uh, interfere with the process of uh, being used as a defense mechanism many birds also show signs of uh, rem sleep but reptiles and other cold blood animals do not the uh who cares about that either dogs and cats can also experience this stage of sleep that's true now we've all you you've had dogs and you you they've had dreams right
2: Oh, my God, I'm filming my dogs all the time, running in their sleep, their eyes going back and forth, barking at things like, whoop, whoop, in their sleep. Um, yeah, they have dreams and they have vivid dreams because they are actively participating in those dreams. Yeah. And um, I believe that they, they do enter a REM sleep because their eyes are moving all over the place.
1: Yeah, they're saying they do. This the, the last line that says cats and dogs also experience this stage of sleep, which is REM sleep.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely.
1: Yeah, that's. I love watching uh, my
2: dog too.
1: Yeah, my cat used to do that too. You know, she'd do two things. I mean, cats sleep like all their lives. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like,
2: ought to be a cat, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I want to sleep,
2: come back as a cat.
1: Sleep eating crap. That's all you do.
2: <laughs> and have someone cater to your every whim.
1: Yeah, yes, please. absolutely. Do you know, by the way, that that uh, birds don't urinate? What? Birds don't urinate.
2: Well. When they poop, they have the uh,
1: the. Yeah, but they don't urinate. They don't have a uh, a uh, you know, one of those.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a urethra. Um, I um, I just always knew that they pooped and peed at the same time, but I never thought about it.
1: It's not well. It's it not really poop. yeah it, it all comes. Yeah, it comes out the same water. place. So it's not really right. peeing. It's pooping wet poop.
2: And it all comes full
0: circle. <laughs> yeah. There
1: you go. <laughs> And did you know you can, uh, vivid, vivid dreams can help you learn? And we all know that, right?
2: Sure. How do they help Don't you we? learn?
1: REM uh, sleeping, be- uh, REM sleep, of course you do. We know you can, well, okay. REM sleep begins when the signals are broadcast from the base of the brain to an area called the pons. The pons uh, distribute signals to the thalamus which uh directs them towards the cerebral cortex cortex. The cerebral cortex is the area of the brain responsible for thinking, learning, and organizing information. I told you this earlier. Yeah. The pawns, I didn't give them names though, the pawns also sends a signal that uh shut off the neurons in the spinal cord, causing a temporary paralysis during uh REM sleep. REM sleep activates uh, areas of the brain that we use for learning. Thus, many of many um, that thus the this may be an extremely important factor in normal brain developing during infancy. It explains why small children spend much more time in REM sleep than adults do. REM sleep is uh, associated. With the uh, increased protein in the brain, studies see so you got to eat meat. <laughs> studies have uh, <laughs> been conducted that uh, correlate with REM sleep and uh, learn and mental learning. So, in other words, there's a correlation between REM sleep and mental uh, learning skills. Uh, separate groups of people were taught the same skill. The larger percent of, of injury, uh, the larger percentage of the individual who fell into REM sleep. During the night, were able to recall this skill, and the next day, uh, the theory is called holy moly, on to genetic hypothesis hip, <laughs> of REM oh, wow. sleep. Why do okay. I get words? <laughs> <laughs> Which is true? I mean, what, what, did we always learn that? Like, if you you want to remember something, you 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 like do it before you go to bed, right?
2: Yeah. I've, have you ever listened to like a book on tape before you go to bed so you can sit no. for the test or something? Or you, no. you used your tape recorder to say all the answers over and over on to accept tape and then you play it while you went to sleep?
1: No, I wrote it on my remember? hand.
2: Oh, <laughs> that's cheating.
1: <laughs> no, it's remembering.
2: I'm remembering visually.
1: <laughs> yeah, visual memorization. Remember- there
2: you go. Goodness.
1: So mode it be. <laughs> 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 anyway, yeah, it's uh, the the brain is we we know very very little bit about it, and we, and we you know we don't even know what the uh, consciousness is. What what is consciousness? And and, and, and in anesthesiology we don't even know how that works. Uh, we we know we're dulling the pain receptors to the brain, but we, where is the consciousness? I mean, you become unconscious, or do you become unconscious? I mean, we have so many. Uh, stories of people that were during operations that that have seen things and heard things that they couldn't possibly hear and see be, because they were out and uh, you know in course so a lot we have the the many um, what do you call it near death experiences that occur too uh, when so where does the consciousness go where 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 is the conscious and what is the conscious we really don't know which is The most interesting thing in our life is the consciousness, our soul. And I think it is. (coughs) Excuse me.
2: I believe it is, too. I believe that. um, But it's so tricky because we don't know, you know, Um, because like um, I was in the hospital recently having a procedure done. And um, my the thing that they put in my hand to put the anesthesia in. Oh, come on. Um, it was bent, so um, the doctor's like, okay, let's go, and I wasn't ready because I wasn't falling asleep, so the nurse, you know, she moved my hand, and, and then the drip started flowing, and it was like someone just turned off a switch. It went, and I was yep. gone, you know, yep. and so, and I wasn't back until, where did I go? Me. Yeah. How did they turn me off? <laughs> and was I suspended? It was my, you know, but you would think that... If they shut off your whole brain, you wouldn't have the memory. But mm-hmm. but when I've been unconscious, because I've been knocked unconscious, I've been out of my body and I've watched what was going on. So yeah. there's a big difference there.
1: I, it, it's intriguing. I mean, I mean, uh, we got the two-minute warning, so we've got to wrap it up. But I know yeah. when I went in for a, that wonderful colonoscopy, uh <laughs> I remember I was in the hospital and, and uh, they said, OK, turn on your side. And. And and they did, and then I I turned back and uh, uh, I was laying in the bed and and finally uh, Jan came in. I says, "Honey, what the hell are they gonna do?" This? she says, "They did it like an hour ago." <laughs> 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 yeah, to me it was two minutes. Uh, right, know,
2: it, and they just it, completely shut you
1: off. And so where do you go? Where do you go? Anyway all right we do have to wrap it up leslie thank you for joining me uh tonight and we were talking about dreams and a bunch of ridiculous facts that i never knew or should i want to know ever again but anyway
2: i'll never look at a koala bear the same
1: no no you speak with never mind (laughs) uh leslie if somebody wants to find more information about you how can they
2: well, I live on Facebook, and my name is Leslie Martin, L-E-S-L-E-Y-M-A-R-D-E-N. And I also have a website, lesliemartin.com if
1: so you can find me there. Okay, we want to thank everyone for listening, especially our good friends on uh, Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon, right here on Tojanette and uh, Pararex Radio and all the different modalities or platforms that we're on now, which is a ton of them. So good night, everyone. Stay safe. We'll see you next week.